0: Yeah, so um, right after I pause the first one segment for the day, I go outside and, you know, like, I'm starting to believe that, you know, there's some questionable things. Let's look at the radar. Well, I asked my dad, the man upstairs, not God, but the man upstairs literally, like, he's working his butt off and my mom working her butt off, but they work from home. But, you know, like... I'm like, y'all, like, I'm speaking out loud i out there and it's, it's looking a little bit questionable, you know, let's, let's, you know, you know, come, you know, look at it and they're like, nah, 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 nah. well, it's called a thunderstorm, Kristen, you know, whatever my dad just you know, I've been a little bit dramatic and in life, but you know, like I, you know, know a little bit about a little bit when I have two eyes that I can see through the feeling, the touches that I can get yeah, the visions that i can get of things to come you know but i know that you have to be safe and you have to i've learned that the hard way you have to take cover when you need to go through the storms but i literally go out there to save my mom's little hummingbird like because uh, it reminds me of my grandma a hummingbird she loves but it's a little solar light that i really didn't want to get i mean at this point not just like it, w- it would have gotten knocked over oh lord I'm not scared, but I'm being cautious. I'm not scared anymore. I mean, but I got startled when my dad's out there. You know, they both came down because they started hearing the the sounds and and everything elevate a little bit. But I was very calm and quiet outside, and my dad comes outside, and everything kind of calmed down. And then I went to go, like, a few feet away to grab this, Solar light that I didn't want to see it broke. It meant so much, means so much. Um, and the, I mean, lightning struck and like thunder struck and and it was it was magnificent in a way to where it did startle me. And my dad like like his face because he was like. <laughs> I knew what he was thinking, because I was like, I, like, literally walked out there, and, and God was like, <laughs> going st- to wake you up a little bit more. You're going to stay awake. Like, my dad's like, <laughs> damn. And then I go back out there, and, and he's like, tell my mom, he's like, Kristen needs to go inside, <laughs> because I don't want to get struck by lightning. <laughs> I mean, I walk two feet towards the fear, but I still. You know, went backwards when I realized the danger was there. Think about it in life. I like to relate things in life and, and analogies, metaphors, philosophies that I have, theories that I have will come out, but it might sound like the the worst like messed up puzzle with the pieces that don't fit, but if you stick with me towards the end, you will see and hear my language and you will learn it, just like you're learning a different language like Spanish or Ukrainian or whatever Polish, you know Zin Dobry, you know but Haifa Hailek, you know, but no, seriously, uh, there's a, there's a balance in, in all of our stuff in life. When the thunder comes, when the the storm comes and we decide that we're not going to be scared to, to walk through a little bit of it, if it's needed to just be a little bit at a time, little pushes, pray until something happens. You know, learn to ask for help too. Learn to have somebody hold your hand. If, if you don't have faith in God to hold your hand and the Holy Spirit and everything else, like you, you ask someone, a human. You ask your dog. You ask, you know, some somebody, something that you love, someone that you love, something that means something to you, a token of a, a little angel that you carry around, or a magnet, or. A, You know, something that becomes a talisman type thing. But, like, also, like, something that brings you strength. Even in your darkest storms. And even your your days that might be uplifting more. But you you know that those storms are going to come. Like, just go. Just go through it. You made it to today. To this moment right now. To listening to me. I have so many things that cross my mind throughout the day it gets exhausting to even talk about exhausting to even absorb and i somewhat you know get a little bit of how it feels for my son Dawson who has autism i feel those sensory things you know i felt them through him but i i feel it through myself i'm not saying i'm on the spectrum or anything like that you know but i mean who knows you know they know about that back then. I'm not saying that. But, and it doesn't matter. That's just, you know, we don't have to label things like autism, faith, and uh, you know, we are who we are and who we want to be and who we work to be or who we don't work to be. If we decide we're not going to go to the light. I encourage the light, but I will step in the dark because I have to. I have to reflect. We have to look in the mirror to have a reflection. We don't know what we look like all the time. We know what we feel like all the time. And sometimes, well, maybe I shouldn't say all the time, just like in a relationship when you're getting in a fight, you really shouldn't say, you always this. You never this. All the time. Because is it factual? No? Well, you know, maybe we. We. Maybe we do know what we look like. But maybe we don't. But maybe we. We think that we look like this in the mirror, but we're really beautiful. Or maybe we think that we know how we, or our feelings are scattered, but like we, we strive to really like, like go towards that that image that we want, but also we struggle. I mean, it's, it's the struggle is a storm, right? But also, it's, it's an embraced beauty. You can see the light and the dark and anything you want to. I always say with my artwork, and I told the kids at Boys and Girls Club yesterday at my interview, and when they observed me with them, I did an art therapy project. But I said, you have to gravitate towards the light. But also, there needs to be a darkness and the contrast in life. And you you have to you know put your signature on your painting that you do on your you know children that you have that that would be the love the faith the things that make everything for a better life and I say art my quote when when I had an art teacher a long time ago say I want you to do a quote, you know, make up your own about art. What is art to you? And I said, well, one cannot escape from art. They can only escape with it. And if you can (coughs) really look beyond the stars with me, not just at the stars, look beyond, tilt your kaleidoscope, look at this image I'm trying to paint you, you can go anywhere in this world in your mind, right? In your mind, go with me on a journey. Go to a jail cell. In that jail cell you have, do you have any artwork on the walls? If it's just, you know, you just first walk in and it's blank, right? It's not really blank. There's architecture, there's there's construction behind it. There's there's people's hands that have been put into that and used to make that, to build that, to create that. Have you created a jail cell for your heart? Well, guess what? It's still beautiful, and it still has potential. Just like when you're in jail, you still, unless you are, are you you know, on the other end of that and, and committed because you have to be there, um, then you have a chance. You have a fighting chance, but... Also, let's, let's look at, you know, anything in life. There's, there's architecture, there's, there's, you know, yeah, like there's texture, there's, you know, touch that you can feel something on a painting or the fabric of the clothes that you wear, the even food that we eat that we have to sustain, you know, the air that we breathe that goes on our t-shirts that turn brown because we're living in an atmosphere that has dirt in the air. It created it, it, a different Contrast a different color, a different thing than just black and white. Let's open our minds, open our hearts, unravel the chains that have been breaking your heart like squeezing it to death to where it feels like you have like paddles on it like one of those like abdomen things or butt things that you can put, like almost like a tinge unit, but it's like a shock thing. You know, you have allowed the darkness to overcome you the devil the, the demons in your life to to wrap a, a chain that is so huge around your heart that feels so tiny but it's huge still and it can swell up and it can it's and it's swelling good swelling it can actually break those chains but it has to get at full capacity with blood with pumping your iron building your armor in a good way Find that strength in my comfort, maybe in words and, and thinking about things and exploring your brain a little bit more because I have been so restrained from a lot of things on my own, but also with a lot of dark things put on my heart and that chain has been huge. It's unraveling. It's still got a little bit on there and it might take a lot more time than I think. But I'm loving myself again and I fully intend to stay in love with myself I don't have to have I've, th- I've thought for so long I don't, you know I've, I've, I don't like you know being lonely you know like and it scares me to, to have to enter independence and and even though it's you know I've been independent in my life you know before marriage and like the very first time and like you know became slowly you know things happen in life to where you know, I I almost didn't even believe on and in being independent in my own self, my own heart, letting somebody else dictate that. No more for me. What about you? What decision are you gonna make today? Are you gonna go out in the rain and 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 smell that smell of rain also, and use those senses to lower your anxiety? Are you gonna? decide not to take that other medication that you really don't need but you think that it's making you feel better or just making you concealed putting a mask on it for a while Don't get me wrong I'm on medication still not not as many as I used to be I'm on medical marijuana I believe there's a balance with that and there's there's the knowledge behind it and out weighing the risk and the benefits totally. Take an extra breath when you know you need to breathe. Take an extra one. Just like they say in many more when you sing happy birthday, you know, it's the end in many more. Well, to many more breaths, we hope, we don't know that we're going to have another birthday. In a sense of another year going by, and sense of time. But you can't have the birthday and the savior of your soul and yourself if you allow it we don't have that control unless suicide happens which is very sad we don't have that control unless we decide we want that control and we will instead of we can't and we won't have extra breaths and many mores if you decide that you're in a place that you can start talking about things and opening up because it's very freaking hard y'all Go to the the storms, look back, open those boxes, decide to address those things you know you have to be accountable about, and you know you have to face some more heartbreak before it's actually colossal finish. At last, at last, you will get there, but we're still going to have hardships in life. We're still going to have things that occur that are very hard to deal with. Do we want our kids not to have challenges? Do we want our friends not to be challenged? No. Do I want to be challenged? Yes. Do you follow me? Like, do you really follow me? Because I'm a I'm a follower of God, but I'm a leader in faith. And I know that all my life I've had leadership skills. And that's what I want. And I know God has called me. Not to just do this, but do other great things to help people. To use my hands that have been uh, at such bad in such bad shape, and still have nerve damage, and still have a bad neck, and still have a bad back, and still, you know, have triggers from post traumatic stuff, fires, car accidents, you know, domestic violence on me, and and things that hate stuff that really toxicity. Uh, not loving myself and being a hurtful person myself to other people. Not being the best me I can be. Follow me on a journey. Sometimes it'll be silly and funny. So if I can get a laugh out of you, at least my day would be made. Because I love to make people smile and laugh. One more. Uh chew. Like my kids used to say, uh chew. Yes, that was my So that was perfect timing. Thank you, guys, because maybe I made somebody laugh. Job done. Okay. How many times do I get to drop them like? A lot because my hands drop my phone like a thousand times a day. I don't know. I don't know how the cracks have not killed the phone because the cracks in it, the, I mean, like, I went to go swipe something the other day, and a piece of glass came out of my finger, and I was like, "Eh, it'll be right for a little bit longer, no, no pain, no gain, you know, but I have a purpose for it, just like with this, I have a purpose for having two phones and a laptop at the same time, and being scattered, you know, sometimes, and, and sometimes, and, and, you know, med lines, and things that, that I've been in excruciating pain. And I've had a number. But I've raised my hand and said. Who else is hurting? Who else? Emotionally. Physically. Mentally. And I gave in front of tons of people. This is a true story. At their center. Uh, I gave loudly. And gladly. And painfully. But beautifully. I gave my number to a girl that I know was depressed. She was in the same cabin I was in. I know that her, because I had been there, that, you know, she was, it wasn't just physical pain. It, it turned into physical pain, but I know she was hurting, and I sacrificed fact that i was hurting but it made my heart smile that i can make an impact and it wasn't just to make an impact with her but i know because i'm very observant i can be ditzy and blonde sometimes where i'm like in my own land but that's my imagination that's my my um, visions of, of you know wondrous things but i know that i made an impact not just with that one person because other people saw For almost a month, certain people saw me struggle with all three of those pains. And they saw me make a difference just in that little decision, that choice to have a chance to change. And that change wasn't just something that that spoke to my heart or to the girl that was hurting more than me in so many ways. But also, I was in excruciating pain. You know, I had to put on my neck brace at times. I was getting shots, and and for six or seven days, I didn't have pain medicine. But I was speaking the word of God also, and and in my faith, not to put spirituality on anybody. But I allowed myself to be a vessel, to be that that storm that kind of shook people a little bit. Because they saw how much pain I had been in, so they were shocked. That was a lightning strike for them. That was the thing that startled them. And maybe they needed to hear and see. But I didn't make it apparent to anybody. I just walked away after that and waited about an hour until I could get my pain medicine. And the pain medicine they give is not that great there. So, you know, medical marijuana is not allowed in this place, but it was sufficient. And I knew that God would give me not what I want, but what I need. And I have to follow and practice the rules. And I'm human, and so are you. But allow that one deed, that one thing, to really just... Not just get get the spotlight for it, but... Or get proof. It's, it's the proof of... of Making a, a difference and, and having a purpose behind that proof. When people can see that, that resonates. That doesn't leave them. They may have good and bad days and bad and good days, and it's going to be a roller coaster and a battle, but it's going to resonate and echo at times. And it still does with me, and I reflect on that moment because not because I did a good deed, but because I know that. So many other people will do good from just one little thing. Not saying that my moment, you know, is a glorified moment either. But you never know what just one little thing to do. And one more storm that you walk through, you have the chance to make it maybe to, to tomorrow. It's not promised. It's not. So, I'm really like the exhausted, con- you know, exhausted person at this time where, you no, know, I do give a bleep. <coughs> so, and I said, exhausted, not constipated, y'all. Constipation sucks, but anyways, what shit happens. But anyways, uh, eventually I'll bleep this out because I want my kids to hear this one day because I want them to not just be proud of me, but I want them to know that I have the courage To speak of the darkest storms, but see the beauty in it and see that right now is what I have to savor and run wild with and free with my messages, my calling. I love y'all. If you need anything, if you ever feel like you're alone, please reach out to somebody if not me. Get the help you need because you have a purpose a So Ba. Bye.